Welcome. This is Dr. Dave Jones, and this is the podcast, Become a Competent Biblical Counselor. I'm starting a new format today with sharing actual counseling cases from the counselee's point of view and to show you how biblical counseling actually works. I hope you learned something from these and realize just how important Scripture is in directing our daily experiences. Today's episode is called Kay's Story, and she's written this letter to me explaining what her experience has been with counseling for this particular issue. She begins, When I began taking antidepressants, I was a stay-at-home mom of three young children, had a beautiful home, my husband had a great job, and we were both active in our church. From all appearances, my life was picture-perfect, but inside, I felt as though I was dying. Responsibilities that other women fulfilled with ease were much more difficult for me, and feelings of sadness and hopelessness always accompanied me throughout the day. My husband worked long hours, and I spent those hours longing for him to come home. Sadly, my craving his company had much more to do with the help that I desperately wanted rather than a desire to spend time with him. On days when he arrived home even a few minutes late, I became bitterly angry and disappointed. This put tremendous stress on our relationship, and he soon dreaded coming home at all. As the turmoil in our house increased, so did my feelings of hopelessness. Nothing in my life made sense. I was confused and angry that God was refusing to answer my prayers to make the pain go away, and I began to believe he was punishing me for the sinful life I lived before becoming a Christian. I did not consider suicide, but I did wish I could just go to sleep and not wake up again. My husband became concerned and asked if I was willing to see a counselor with him. Although I felt sure that I was beyond help, I reluctantly agreed. The counselor immediately diagnosed me as having severe depression. At last, I felt maybe I wasn't such a bad person after all. I had a disease. The counselor referred me to a psychiatrist who immediately put me on an antidepressant. At first, I did seem to feel better, but as time went on, I still struggled to love my husband and children, still lacked the joy that I so desperately craved, and experienced constant frustration and anger. I began to wonder if the medication I had stopped working and decided to stop taking it when my prescription ran out. That's when I discovered the addictive nature of antidepressants. The severe headaches, body aches, cold sweat, and nausea that left me bedridden had me on the phone with the doctor begging for another prescription. After beginning the medication again, I felt as though I was trapped on a merry-go-round that wouldn't stop to let me off. It seemed as if I couldn't live with the medication, but... I couldn't live without it either. In the months that followed, I began seeing a biblical counselor pouring out my heart to the Lord. This time, I didn't ask him to make the pain go away. Instead, I asked God, what was I missing? The biblical counselor used the truths of Scripture to remind me of who I am in Christ. I was reminded that I was fearfully and wonderfully made in Psalms 139.14 and that his grace and power were sufficient to overcome my weaknesses, 2 Corinthians 12:9. And these truths took hold in my heart. I again decided to rid myself 
of the antidepressants. This time, I weaned myself from them with my doctor's permission and approval over a period of weeks rather than all at once. I also asked God to give me faith and strength to do what I believed He wanted me to do. Eventually, I came to see that my so-called disease was not in my brain as my previous counselor suggested. Rather, it was in my heart, and the Bible defined it as sin. My problem did not originate with an imbalance in my brain's chemistry. It originated with wrong, sinful thinking that led to wrong, sinful actions. When I began to acknowledge my weakness, 2 Corinthians 12.10, trust not in my own understanding, Proverbs 3.5, take my thoughts captive, 2 Corinthians 10.5, and turn from my wicked ways, 2 Chronicles 7.14, I began to experience what no amount of medication could give me, joy in the Lord despite my outward circumstances. At times, I still struggle with the feelings of sadness and hopelessness, but you know what? I always know that nothing in this life is too big for God's grace to cover when my mind is fixed upon this unchanging, objective truth rather than changing, objective feelings. The joy of the Lord is truly my strength in Nehemiah 8.10. It is then that I can see the challenges of each day, not as circumstances that threaten to crush me, but as opportunities that allow me to experience more of God's faithfulness. So there you have it, in case point of view. She recognized Scripture. She recognized what Scripture had to say about what she was doing and what she was not doing. And the proper application of Scripture to her life, whether she felt like it or not, helped to create her a whole new person in the image of Christ. I hope you enjoyed that. Stay tuned for the next episode where we'll talk about Kathy's story.